Good morning, North America. Welcome to Church Talk TV, lively talk about life, church, and church life. I'm your co-host, Dr. Bill Tenney Britton, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Dr. Chris Tenney Britton, and we're broadcasting from our studio in Columbia, Missouri, the heartland of America. Say good morning, Chris. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Church Talk TV. Chris and Bill Tenney Britton here today to talk about the holiday season, because it's right upon us. It is like crept up. Last week was Thanksgiving, and this is 2023, which means that Advent is next week. We have a whole extra week of I, decorations. And I stuff. know. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I told my class, "Hey, I won't, don't want you to do any work after like noon on Wednesday because you've got." Thanksgiving, I think it was noon on Tuesday. I don't know. Anyways, I don't want you. And Advent starts on Sunday. And there, and there yeah. And then I was they're in going, for this. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. I talked to one of my clients Tuesday morning and they're going, What? What? Advent starts on Sunday. I'm like, It doesn't. He goes, He grabs his counter. I said, Oh, sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> you've got, but it is the holiday you've season. Got a little bit. Yeah. It has been since August, time. according to yeah. Walmart. And Santa <laughs> arrived at Macy's. And, there we are. Yeah, yeah. And Hallmark started, I believe it was on the 20th of July. Of October. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along, it is the most wonderful time of and the year. It happens to be also culturally yeah. the most spiritual time of the year. This is an opportunity for the church to really capitalize on this season, to be able to reach into the unchurched sector yeah. of your community. In fact, it's the best time. A lot of churches think, well, it's Easter. Easter is about chocolate and Easter eggs. It is not about the resurrection or whatever. It's not something that you know people don't put up. You know, crosses and Golgothas in their on their mantles. You know, they put Easter baskets and that kind of stuff up there. During Christmas, everything culturally is Christmas. Well, you know, I've said for years that uh, Christmas is Jesus's gift to the church. You you want to you want to keep a, a sense of tradition. You don't really want to play with anything. If you know, you keep what works for them. I mean, right. really, you can yeah. introduce something here or there, but don't go changing all kinds of stuff, and particularly not traditions, because you really want to, uh, this is this opportunity to stir something deep in your heart. There is the whole spiritual sense of it. And then you can try with some new and different things. Once you get through all of this and into the new year, people will be on a high. But not only is it in that respect, Jesus's gift to the church, I also find it to be this, and, and I'm playing on this whole or, or building on this whole thought of it being a spiritual time. It's like the spiritual just radiates into our culture. And so people are, there's just this openness. It's not even a curiosity, I think. It's just this openness in the air and in the spirit that we can draw. Even, even the most hardened, anti-church, anti-Christian person understands deep down that Christmas is about the birth of a baby. Yeah, now Jesus. Whether, however you want to name or, or not name that baby, but how you want to cast that baby as a great prophet or whatever. But is this spiritual sense that that's way beyond yeah. what just the birth of a kid? It's the birth of someone very special, and I think even the most hardened are, are aware of that. It's a part of the. The whole spirituality is, you know, if, if yeah, you want to talk culture. about a thin place, you need to borrow on. Yeah, there some we go. Cultures, there we go. It's the thinnest place of the year. Right. Because everyone 
plays on this spirituality piece. I mean, from from the top to the bottom, it, you know, the uh, Hallmark has they have the, the the Christmas carols and the and that the, they go to church. There's a lot of church stuff in the Hallmark yeah, Hallmark true. bits. And in don't Christmas forget the time. Great American or yeah, the Great American Christmas. Jack, the yeah, Great whatever. American Channel. Yeah, the, 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 there's there's more and more. There's a new one every day, just about. Anyway, because I, I know because during from Thanksgiving to Christmas Day, I have to watch. I mean, I get to watch a Hallmark kind of And we've been taping of, them. We've yeah, been so taping them since October 20th. I missed one. So anyway. Uh, okay, anyway, stop, stop <laughs> dissing on, uh, yeah, on Hallmark and GAC. No, no, I'm not dissing on really? either of them. Okay, okay. I, I'm dissing yeah. on having, I've been getting to watch them all. <laughs> Anyway, so this is this is great spiritual time the church gets to build on, and there is a spiritual yearning yeah. and curiosity yeah. that that the culture has. But it's not just the most spiritual time of the year; it's also the most nostalgic oh, yeah. time of the year. And, 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 yeah. and, and, and there's no other time that's more nostalgic than this. It's true. The good old summertime doesn't even hold a candle. Oh. Lemonade, fried chicken, watermelon, whatever your your Fourth of July kind of stuff is. It just pales in comparison to the nostalgia that that Christmas calls yeah. out to people. I mean, it's the whole world is filled with Christmas images that scream nostalgia. Well, and I want to say most people, not all people, right? And but I'm willing to say most people have Christmas memories, and and. And many, yeah, some of them are not good memories. Sure. I just have we, to. I want to acknowledge that, right? Christmas well, we have, there are and I mean, who have lost yeah, loved ones during, right? And exactly. Yeah. So, so blue Christmas so we want to. They are very, very important, and a lot of that goes back to children. I still remember um, the story of a woman long since passed um, who talked about uh, waiting at the window waiting for her father, her estranged father, to come and bring her the baby doll he had he had uh, promised. Uh, promised to her. So, I mean, there's a lot of crap out there. But there are there have been, yeah, there have been redeeming Christmases out of that. And if you're one of those who carries that deep stuff, I, I just keep open to the possibility of some redemption from that. That 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 you'll you'll see some differences if you'll be open to that. Or yeah, anyways, that's a whole other conversation. I do want to say though that many people, and and I am willing to go to most, have some kind of a Christmas tradition in within their family. I, you know, I I don't think I'm the only one who carries. I know I'm not carries these Christmas traditions. You know, I still remember uh, the Thanksgiving evening, and my parents cleaned off the shelves where certain items were, you know, displayed to uh, then be dusted. And to put batting down so that then the angel choirs could be placed up there and, and different collectibles. And the tree went up in the certain kind of light. And now we have those ornaments and those ornaments will go to our children, you know. So it's all part of that. The those decorating. That break. <laughs> it's a great excuse for not helping decorate the tree. But, uh, okay, but, yeah. but I want to go, I mean, there are, there's the, the, right. the, the, the nostalgia of your own home. Yep. But there's but it goes beyond just the nostalgia of right. what you've actually experienced because right. the, the the Christmas images that you see on marketing and all the rest that screams nostalgia. Yeah. The the national marketing uh, right across the board <laughs> it hypes nostalgia. Right. You know this this desire for this picturesque Norman Rockwellian right. kind of Christmas. Right. And of course Hallmark 
and Gak and Lifetime and all the rest of those shows. All over TV. But yeah, that's right. Like John Travolta, and there's the new commercial uh, this year. Is it City Corp? It's one of the, or MasterCard. Capital One. One. Okay, and John Travolta for the second year now in a row, but Samuel L. Jackson isn't in this year's commercial, is dressed up like Santa, you know, so you get the ho, 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 you can hear John in there, but then you can hear Santa in there as well. I mean, we're just seeing it. You've got the Budweiser Clydesdales and everything. All of this nostalgia is being fausted upon us through through marketing, left, right, and center. Santa's at the mall. A promotion of nostalgia, even if you haven't experienced that nostalgia. So uh, the, the cool thing is, is that by and large, the church is a part of that nostalgic movement. Oh, yeah, I like that. The church is a part of that. It is, right. it is included even in secularism. You see images of churches and choirs and kids dressed up from in the nativity sets and whatnot. That it's, it's not just a religious nostalgia. It brings and allows the spirituality to come in and through, and it permeates everything. And if the, the, the church really has an opportunity, a great opportunity to capitalize on that, to leverage it for life transformation of those who are have yet to be transformed. Yeah, you know, as you're talking this way, I think those of you who've known us, followed us for any amount of time, five years ago, I got to be Santa's chief elf at the Santa Claus set, the photography set at our local mall. And one of the, I just hold on to this, the manager of the mall said to me, uh, he said, you know, Chris, we don't care if you you all make money or not. We, the reality is we don't get much from you. You know, you don't pay us, give us much money, but our retailers are the ones who really pay off because, you know, they're coming for that feeling, that sense to that see nostalgia. Santa Claus. Yeah. Sit on Santa's lap. E- exactly. And ho, ho, oh, ho. Right. But no, no, no. Oh, I mean, we had probably the different. best Santa yes. ever in the world. We just said, we'll never see. Shout out to Brian Hanson Mueller. Uh, yeah, we'll never. <laughs> Brian's got Santa in the world, no yeah, matter where. Right. He okay. Should, he should be the Macy's Santa. Right. Anyway. There he is. All right, okay. So, I want so yeah. All right. But, anyways, I'm not saying to do Santa at oh, church. No, okay. No, no, so, no, no, I mean, right. you could. Could, but I'm not seeing that. But I, it does really play off of one more reason people will come to church, right? right because and, of the whole nostalgic piece. Right. The church is a part, part of that. Right. And you've got, you know, you've got Santa at the mall and everything else. So what do people associate with church? Nativity scenes, creches. You know, I'm just thinking about these different pieces that we as churches well, let's, let's are start, able let's, to build Let's on. start with the big three, carols. People want to sing Christmas carols. They're everywhere. We sing them in the... I mean, we were in Walmart the other day and the music's playing and how many people were singing in the store, right? How many? Yeah, it's carols. Now, there's there's Christmas songs too, but there's the the carols. The the, the religious carols are still there getting airplay. (laughs) People know them. You know, they may not know all the words and um, et cetera, but they've heard them. They're, you know, moderately familiar with them. They understand that caroling is a... Is a yes. There's a door-to-door caroling, but they all understand that it comes with this this spiritual piece. It comes from the church. So caroling is a part of that nostalgic movement. Yeah. The, the nativity programs that the kids put on. Oh yeah. You know the uh, the they, pageants. The pageants. Thank you. I couldn't remember the Christmas word. Christmas pageants. Christmas pageants. You know that where the kids practice forever. High well. attendance Sundays. That's right. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. all the parents bring their kids and the grandkids come to watch and all the rest. And and there's ways of doing that that don't take 
don't take as much energy That's as right. they used to. Now, we'll talk about that see. just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And, and so, but everyone, you know, there's this, again, Peanuts and, and Charlie Brown and, you know, I mean, that's... You know, can someone tell me pageants. what Christmas is all yeah, about? Yeah, we used to do school pageants. That's right. what that was. Right. right? So, yeah. so you know, all of that is a part of this draw, this nostalgia. And, of course, there's this general theme, this desire to return to a simpler time, even for those of us who never had a simpler time. Right, yeah. But, you know, but for, there's, there's this, this... Again, it goes back to the, the um, Norman Rock, Rockwell pictures and the yeah, Courier and Ives pictures right. and... The, the Ideal Magazine. And, I don't know right. if they still make Ideal Magazine, so. but I've got these. You can find them, I-D-E-A-L, Ideal Magazines. They go back um, decades, and they've got poems. They had them for Thanksgiving and Christmas and all this. And right. I mean, well, I still I, they have They were the them. Ideal Christmas or yeah. the Ideal Holiday oh, Season. Oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Okay, so, so we do need to, to move on here and, uh, and talk about how we can take all of that and deliver what's really an impactful, um, moving, spiritually uh, uh, transforming, if you will. Transformative. Yeah. Transformative Christmas Eve experience. That's right. And, we, and we're talking specifically about Christmas Eve because Christmas Eve is still generally a pol the politically correct worship service that even an unchurched or never-churched person can yeah. attend. If you talk about, if you're a Christian and you're at your office, you say something about going to Christmas Eve service, instead of people looking at you like, why would you do that? You get you may actually get a, really? Where? What's that like? When? What time? Yeah, How, where? Can I go? Yeah. You know, there's there's still a sense where it's politically correct. It's And it's certainly not politically frowned on to go to church on Christmas Eve. I have to say this. When you say, and please do, hey, I'm going to Christmas Eve, or I can't wait. That's even better. I can't wait to say it to a coworker, you know, or like you say, a coworker, a friend, a family member. Um, and, and it's like, I'm really excited. What are you doing for Christmas Eve? Wow. And if they ask you about that, that's your perfect opportunity to say, hey, what, come with me. Will you come with me? And just invite them to come. Oh, my Absolutely. family's going to be, wow, we love families. We come with my family. You know, stuff like that. Listen for that open door. Extend the invitation. It's an opportunity. Opportunity. Okay. And, and take, be courageous. You know, that's right. All right. So All right. we want to talk about how to uh, take your Christmas Eve service and make it more than what it is, where tradition meets some innovation, but in a nostalgic way, in a way in which your church your Christmas Eve service can connect spiritually and with, with a, a hint of nostalgia, but by creating a, if you will, an event that will put your church on the map. And I, I know of a couple of churches that have done this um, or done portions of this. And those churches that repeat the process year after year, their reputation begins to skyrocket in the community. Now, you need to hear up front that to roll it all out, and there's a link down below to get the uh, Christmas Eve dream service. So it's, a, it's a planning book that walks you through this and a whole lot more than what we're going to tell you. Uh, but it can walk you through, if, if you do it all, you know, it's, it's a lot of it's work. It's a lot. But, and, and it's going to be some work regardless. Yeah. But your Christmas Eve service is work regardless. So you might as well put some work into it and create an event that will be memorable, and transformative. Yeah. And so we want to share some ways, uh, some parts of that, that will be helpful for you in your planning. So you're going to hear us start right now. I just want to get it up there and out of the way that you hear this from us over and over again. you got to get the pe people's 
contact information, Absolutely. right? So, and we yeah, don't do that on no, Christmas Eve. No, we're we like don't. we're afraid to do it. It's yeah. like you know, contact cards. There's an easier way to do it. There is. So take pictures when people come, and you want to make sure that you, you know, not photographs. Them. You know, like right? photograph. Uh, yeah. At the at the manger, we we used right. to do that. Yeah. We had the nativity scene and. Costume pieces, you know, yep, like you would use exactly. for pageants, and the fans would dress up, and we take right. pictures. Yeah, and I know some artistic people who did cutouts of like Linus and Lucy and that bit, looking right? Through the holes, yeah, looking through the holes, <laughs> you know. And this can be small; it can be bigger. You know, this is kind of thing that you can build on, and even the smallest of churches can do this. So, anyways, you want to get that contact uh, information. To me, that's right. the easiest way. You take well, the there, pictures, there, there, and then you're going to follow up. You need their email to be able to send. Well, it. there's another way. There's oh. another way that is it takes actually less work per se, and that is to have a really nice Christmas door prize. Oh yeah, you know a big basket of whatever you know a um, Christmas antacids for <laughs> to deliver this the day after Christmas. You're not going to deliver it that night. It's not. You have to be present Boxing to win. Day. In fact, that's right. You in fact you don't want anyone present to win because you want to get that contact information from everybody. And say, you know, and you, you have it displayed nicely, you know, door prize, just leave your contact information. And if you win, we will contact you and then make sure someone outside the church wins that's it. Right. Um, that's just how it should be. Um, and then you deliver it. Someone delivers it the day after, after Christmas. But you'll get all that contact information. And I can tell you, one of my pastors did contact information for 4th of July. And just two weeks ago, he was sharing he's still using that list and is still seeing new people because they are milking that list. This is an incredible time to get that contact information from your community. Okay, so let's keep going. Yeah, so we right. want to we want to build on uh, how to help communicate the message. All right. right, and and whatever you do, you've got to have a sermon in here. I prefer to call them. Hermans. They're uh, the, uh, a mix between a homily, which is very short, and a sermon. You want to bring that together. But, so, I, so this does not negate that, and I, my guess is you want to say more about that. But that lessons and carols, right? A lesson in scripture and carols, beautiful. Absolutely. Singing, singing songs, nostalgic. hymns, right. yeah, hymns that people recognize. You want to do the Christmas story. Be careful about pulling out from the prophets uh, a lot of the yeah. lessons and carols. If you're going to go back and read prophetic pieces, you've got to give a lot of context to that, you know, if you're reading. You're better Isaiah off not doing said, much. You know, right. like, but, you know, so many hundreds of years before a a baby was born, a particular baby. You've got to give the context. And like you say, and those tend to be pretty long services. So you don't want to have it really long. Right. And yeah, but it, probably because you want to have a lot more singing yes, yes, than yes, scripturing. Yes, 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 you yes, want to yes. tell the story. Don't get me wrong. Right. Okay. But it's, the people want to sing. Right. And, you know, a lot of churches, they, 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 they roll out their choir and their handbells and all the rest. And 80% of the service is performance. No. Not for Christmas Eve. Do that some other time. Interacting. This is the opportunity. The nostalgia. They've That's been right. singing in Walmart. They've been practicing. They're, right. they're ready to go. And you don't have to sing all the verses. In fact, please don't sing all the yeah, verses. Yeah, first okay? and last. First, first and last second. or first and second. Or, yeah, whatever. whatever you or know. first only if they got some of the complica complicated well, ones. Well, look at what, what the scripture is that you're you're singing about. Right. You're undergirding, if you will. And and if, you know, once in Royal David City, then just sing the verse about that. But I wouldn't suggest you sing that song because it's, it's not, not singable well known. <laughs> right well it yeah you've got to make sure great, it's in the right key right and, it's and not, it doesn't have a great tune let's no, be fair no so okay you know, so there and, you go and, and by the way you don't have to wait until christmas day to sing joy to the world you can sing that now 
It's joy to the world. The Lord has come. It's not his coming. Yeah. Okay? He's already here. I know that the, the lectionary says otherwise. The lectionary is wrong. He came about 2,000 years ago. Get over it. He's here. Yeah, that's right. Sing joy to the world. It's, a, it's one of the greatest songs going. Anyway. Uh, well, and don't stop singing. I, I need to say it too. Don't stop singing Christmas carols on Christmas Eve right. or Christmas Day if you have a Christmas Day service. I mean, Christmas tide lasts until January 6th. Right. So you can keep singing them. But one of the, the most stirring um, experiences I had was in a staff meeting at Overlake Christian Church now many years ago. And the, the senior pastor stood up and it was just, it was a staff meeting, but there are all a bunches of us that from lots of different churches. And uh, Rick, I don't remember his last name right now, stood up and said, Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. And we all just joined in. And this is like in the spring or summer, but you know what? It was time for worship, and we were there to adore him. Right. Keep it going. Keep it going. So, so lessons in scriptures and carols, but don't drag it out so long that that becomes the only part of the service, That's right. and you get a five-minute sermon. Your sermon, Pastor, is incredibly important because here's a group of people <laughs> that you have an opportunity, if you will, a, a captive audience, so to speak, yeah. and you have an opportunity to, to not just show off your sermon prowess, but also to solve a problem. Solve one of the problems that your target audience, your avatar, the people you're trying to reach, the people who are probably sitting there in the audience who are unchurched, are. solve one of their major holiday problems. Maybe they've overspent and, you, and that's the biggest problem they're facing or, or they're, they're having problems with family or whatever. Pick a problem, use the, use the scriptures that apply to that because every problem that we have is solvable through New Testament scripture that's there. You know, and, and with and, the birth of a baby. And, and the birth baby. of a baby. And, and, and again, it's a Herman. And it needs to have a call to action. And part of that call to action can be a preview of what you're starting in January, the new year, that solves their most pressing yeah. problem. The problem that they are, you know that they're struggling with the most. Right. And it's not whether the Trinity exists or whether, you know, it, it's not about epiphany and, and Jesus, or Jesus showing up at the temple. It's a problem they're facing a three-part sermon series on that may be enough if you're solving their real problems, their marriages, their finances, whatever. Family. They may show up, but they won't show up if they don't get invited. Okay, so I have two pieces to right? say about that. I, to build right now on what you were saying, uh, I, I'm thinking, it, it crossed my mind for the first time in how many years, uh, what if, if, in a way, in a way, our Christmas Eve service was part one of the series we're going yep. to be picking up, right? Yep. We're going to continue this um, this discussion. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be saying more with this uh, that first Sunday after uh, whatever day after that Christmas. is, right? Uh, New Year's Eve, I guess it would be um, Thursday, whatever. Anyways, so, you know, I'm going to, we're going to uh, be talking more or I'm going to be sharing about that that week. So it's kind of this preview. The other thing is, if you are not a good pre preacher, and this is not whether or not you fancy yourself a good preacher, work really hard on this message. Make it make it detailed. Picture who it is that you're preaching to. And so that avatar, here we go again. Who is it that you all are trying to reach? And have the ability to reach. And, and have the ability. It's realistic. If you could pick the person who is coming to your Christmas Eve service, not who's a member of the church or was a member of the church, who would that person be? And then write that sermon Preach for to them. them. Yeah. And don't get preachy about it. Talk to them. It's a conversation. That's right. Okay. But don't pontificate at all. All right. So lessons in uh, scripture and carols. Okay. 
it's a, a sermon that goes along with us. Now, I want to and we get the contact information. Now, I want to divert a little bit and start talking a little bit about the innovation part. Okay. Yeah. Often, to be fair, these sermon, these these worship services in lesson and carols are formal. Very. And the last thing they are is kid friendly. These kids are bored out of their skulls, and if it's not a family experience that the whole family can enjoy, it becomes kind of a problem for the family. Um, and so, there's some things you can do that, about that. And uh, we talk about when we, when we talk about this, we talk about this um, that the, they're having an experience. The whole family is having an experience from parking lot to their front doorstep on yeah. Christmas Eve. Now, that's if you're doing the whole package. Um, and, but that's where it starts. It starts in the parking lot with some interactivity. One of the things that we've seen done and recommend is having the Victorian carols, get a, three, a, a trio or a quartet, get them dressed up with the old-timey dresses and suits and sure. all whatever, tall hats or whatever Make you Make sure need. they know how to sing. Right. And, okay. and this, they, they're in the parking lot singing while people arrive, you know, Christmas caroling while people arrive. Right. So that, that's one, okay? okay. It's beginning experience. Then but it could be wise men or shepherds or whatever that are out there singing. I mean, angels. They're, because I always think when we talk about this, I always think about how difficult it is to come up with those kind of costumes. But you could have shepherds walking right. into that, like yep. they're going towards the, you know, towards the nativity in the sanctuary or the worship center. Right. Okay, good. Exactly. All right. Okay. So, so it's, again, it starts from parking lot and goes all the way through. Yep. So as they, they, they come in. You know, one of the things you have is that we've seen yeah. hot cocoa stations right. and cookie stations yep. where they're having, of course, you've got to hype up the kids, but yeah. that's okay. Um, and and the, the hot cocoa and they got little sprinkles to go in sure. and candy canes and all that. Or, and, um, an ornament building station for the kids uh, to yes, build Christmas exactly. ornaments. And the Check family out Oriental, can come together, right? Oriental they, trading. They, they don't you can get lots anymore. of cheese. Yes, they do. I was just up on their website really? the other Matt? day. I guess I was just up on their website. Interesting. Well, they they, they went under and they came when? back good about a year ago. I don't know about that, but no, go ahead. Cross, cross my heart. <laughs> we tried to order. It's like try no, Oriental trade. Yeah, try do, do her thing. Don't go to my website. Go to her website because apparently hers got itself. Anyway, right. there's all sorts of things you can do there to make it kid friendly. And right. Whatever. The other thing is is I love this because you've done this mm -hmm. is the um, impromptu Christmas pageant. Yep. Go ahead, talk about it. Yeah, I still have costumes and things in my one box up here that I, golly, haven't had an opportunity to use in a long time. Uh, so anyways, again, Oriental Trading or lots of other different places. Uh, or a towel hello, and a, a towel uh, Whatever and it takes. Yeah, but I have like little halo things. Right. We've got pig nose, animal noses, uh, uh, angel wings even, uh, staffs. We got staffs from somewhere. Um, anyways. You have all of these different accoutrements, uh, and when people come in, you ask them, "Would you like to be, um, you know, would you like to be a shepherd? Would you like to generally, be a sheep?" Generally, working, talking with the kids, yeah. not the adults. But what we much. do with adults, and, right. and yeah. I remember being in a very small church where they didn't have many kids, so we dressed adults up. Right. You know, yep. we had adult animals. In fact, that year, that one, one year, all the adults were dressed up. Anyways, but then you tell the Christmas story, and as you do, different different pieces appear so and the now, sheep said well the kids well they say kids nah, you know whatever right exactly and they can crawl around i mean that's the most beautiful right. when i saw this done uh the first time it was so beautiful because the sheep you know you try to get the kids up there for the pageant and they're everywhere so you just have them and then we I, and let know, them we go realized, everywhere it's okay yeah, we realized it was okay to have new people there so it was for, so you would probably i would recommend that you do some practicing you want to use somebody in your congregation it could 
be a regularly returning guest that you can rely on. You, you would use someone to be Mary and Joseph. You need somebody kind of like to lead the shepherds. And it's okay if you have 10 shepherds or, or one shepherd, you know, but you want to do that and you're asking anybody can be an angel and anybody can be an animal. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. So you put that together so much fun. and it's, it is fun. It's short. And it lets the kids get some energy out. Lots of and pictures. Be, there's, there's, yeah, it's, it's exactly right. Invite the families to come take pictures and stuff. It creates this experience, okay? Um, so, uh, th I mean, that's really, there's, there's so much more that we can say. Oh my gosh, and again, we are so beyond that. The, the download time, is right down there in, in the description. You can right. download that, uh, the Christmas Eve dream, and you can put it together. It is an incredible opportunity. Don't miss to it. Create a, an experiential, transformational because you, you're going to solve a problem that makes it transformational. You're going to create this nostalgic and spiritual opportunity that it, it just it is everything that is good and wonderful about the church and about Christmas. You've got three and a half weeks. Okay, so get it together. You can do this. Right. Don't do it on your own. Meet up with your leadership team, or at least get with your your Christian ed people, your worship people, whoever. Make it happen. All do right. it for Jesus. There we are. We're out of time. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Bye-bye.